Welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, sitting with a little bit bigger smile on his face is my main man, Reggie. What's going on, Reggie? What's up, Doe? What's going on, man? Man, it's a, it's a good day. Today yeah, was man. a good day. Today was a good day, man. Uh, how was, uh, you know, how was, uh, you know, your Monday night, man? Anything special? Well, you know, it's you know, compared to most Mondays, I'd say it was a little bit better than average. It was a yeah. little bit better than average. Yeah, yeah, just you know, just a regular Monday kind of for me, man. You know, just go to work, come home a little bit. Yeah. Turn on a little oh, ESP, uh, ESPN, yeah. Monday Night Football. You know, there's no month, there's no Manning cast going on. You know, I guess they took the night off, but you know, I just watch a little football, man. Just see what's happening. Turn TV on, just figure out, catch a little. Little NFL to on uh, Monday night and uh, a yeah, little, little yeah. football game broke out. Yeah, I, I went and uh, hung out with some friends and uh, <laughs> at, at, at a local sports bar and uh, yeah, ha- happened to catch some uh, burgundy and gold on, on the screen doing their thing, man. Yeah, oh, that's right, they did play on Monday night, didn't yeah. they? Uh, yeah. Let, let, let me just go on the record. I'm gonna say it. I told you so. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. I man. told you so. We gave yep. our prediction. We gave our prediction. Uh, de- uh, deers and beers. Mr. He can back me up. B- yeah, Big Eric. He's going to say, he knows. I said, this is the game that Washington plays a full game. I had, I had a feeling. And that's why when we gave our number, everybody was below five except for knucklehead can over here. And <laughs> I, I said, I said, Scott's going to call a good game. The defense is going to play a good game. The offense is going to put it together. And what happened, Reg? Did you know, all that happen? Can't... Did all that you happen? Know, man. It, it's an easy answer, but go ahead. I'll go ahead and let you explain it. No, I, I don't have any explain to do, man, other than uh, I, I got to say you were right, but – you you're leading off with the fact that you were right, but man, you weren't very confident. You, you gave it a you gave it a five point one. That's right. Just, just just to tilt the scale from 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 being neutral, you you, just you gave a it five point one. Man, that's, that's not but, very but, confident. But, well, it, it was higher than mine. Yes, I'm going to give you that. It was higher well, than mine. Well, that but also, that's not very well, confident. I, but that also it was Washington could have played the game that we played. And still have lost, right? Because Correct. because Philly's a good team, and and that was my 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 bigger issue was even if we play the game that we can play, um, will it be enough to beat Philly? And I wasn't sure because we haven't seen this game. You know, this this is what we anticipated. I'm not going to say necessarily every single week, but a whole lot more weeks than what we have seen it because we've only seen yeah. it for one week. You know, we've, we've played. Uh, you know, 10 games now. Yeah. And we've seen it one time. Seen some flashes on both sides of the ball here and there. But, man, everybody put it together. Uh, you know, I, I thought there's a few play calls that could have been a little bit better at different points that kind of had me a little bit frustrated. But overall, Turner did, a, Turner did a better job than normal. The offensive line did a better job than normal. Um, Taylor, I'm not going to say he necessarily played better than normal, but 
he had some moments that he made some good decisions, even if it was thrown away, right? Made some good decisions. And he, and he threw a couple Taylor balls where he's just risking it, right? <laughs> it, 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 was, it was a full Taylor game. Uh, he scrambled a few times. And then they, they put the workload on the running backs, man. You know, um, as as well as you know, who are the two number one and number two receivers? Who who they're supposed to be? You know, Terry and uh, Samuel. Um, And it was just a. This is what we've been waiting to see. Win or lose, this is what we've been waiting to see. No doubt, man. Um, This was probably. The best all-around complete game that I have seen a Washington team put together in a long time. I, I I can't even think the last time I've seen that. I mean, the offense performed well, the defense performed well, special teams performed well. Um, yeah. It was just it, it it was it was fun to see. And to your point, it was like if this team plays something like this similar to this week in a week out man a five and five record we could easily be six seven wins right now correct. easily correct and 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 yet here we are you know hovering at 500 um with a chance to grab a couple more wins you know down the stretch here but but it was just good to see man it was good to finally sit back and watch our team um win a game, compete with one of the top level teams in the league and, and be able to pull it out. You know, if I'm being honest, I was watching the game and there was times I was wondering like when the wheels is going to fall off. Right. Uh, I was concerned a little bit to, you know, whether uh, Scott Turner would, would abandon the game plan that kind of has gotten us, kept us into the game. And would he decide to go and do something different to try to, you know, get get a little fancy and get a little cute, man. And then yet he he stuck to the game plan. Um, myself, a lot of fans have been always critical of of the coaching staff. Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio. Now, you know, we haven't talked about Jack Del Rio in, in in several weeks, but some of the coaches' decision and 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 Scott Turner for sure. I mean, we was calling for Scott Turner to be fired, man. And I tell you what, Scott put together a hell of a game plan. I mean, it it was it was nice watching that game, and I felt like we looked like an NFL team, yeah. right? We saw some motions, we saw some um, load in the box, we saw some plays that looked like they were trying to scheme guys open. Um, you know, bringing in extra tight end, getting Curtis Samuel and and uh, uh, Terry open, and and it was like. The offensive line protected a little bit more. I mean, they weren't great, but, man, they was a hell of a lot better, I guess, continuing to do what they've been doing the past few weeks. Right. And it was gave gave Terry enough time, man, to kind of go through his reads and throw some good balls and get the, get the balls into the hands of our playmakers, Terry, right. Terry and Curtis Sam, as you mentioned. And, uh, man, it was just good to see. I was, I was watching it, and I, I have no doubt my neighbors could hear me screaming and yelling at the TV. Um, uh, it, it was good, man. It was just good to watch. It was good to watch, bro. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I'll go over a couple stats. And a lot of people have already probably seen some of these stats. 
the, the, the Earl, during the game, the stat that stood out was 51 plays in the first half. Yep. I mean, at the end of the game, Philadelphia didn't have 51 plays total. And we had that in the first half. Uh, another number was, and I don't have the exact to the second, but Philadelphia had the ball 19 minutes and some change. 36 seconds. Yeah. Washington had the ball for 40 minutes and some 24 change. seconds. And that's just, that's just time of possession. You're, that's crazy, right? Um, both teams had the ball. Uh, had 10 possessions each. But with those 10 possessions, the amount of time, it just goes to show you the long drives and the running that they did. Um, you know, we talked that, that the offensive line did a did a better job, especially compared to the first game when, when Philadelphia just lit right. us up and put pressure all day long. Um, when we were – when they were run blocking, most of the time – they did not create big holes, but uh, Robinson and Gibson, man, they took what was there and added a yard or two every time. Uh, they kept on driving and fighting and lowering that shoulder and moving the, you know, even if they weren't necessarily moving the pile as a whole unit, they were dragging people with them for an extra yard here or there. They, you know, hats off to to the running backs because I, I I know they're sore and tired today. Uh, after the game yesterday, they were feeling no pain, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're they're a little achy uh, for for the workload that they that they put in, and without a doubt, they're ready to go again. You know, let's let's do this yeah. again. Yeah, and to and to your point, right? Um, as a team, they ran the ball 49 times for 152 yards. Of those 152 yards, 130 uh, came between two guys, in Gibbs, which is Gibson and Brian Robinson. Right. Those two guys combined for 40 carries, 130 yards. Not a great average, but to your point, they continue to just grind, grind, grind. Grind the ball. Scott Turner stuck with the run. Again, no one really broke off any big, massive, long runs. These were just small, just churning and churning and getting a few yards here and there, which that allowed us to get into, as Ron likes to say, we were ahead of the chains. And by right. being ahead of the chains, we were in a, in a lot of third and shorts. Um, obviously, if you watched that game, you understood not only the long drives, long time of possession, but the conversion, excuse me, on third down, we were 12 of 21 on third down conversions. And those third down conversions is what allowed us to keep the chains moving, to extend drives, go on these 13, 15, 16 yard plays. And uh, and what was great about it is at the end of these drives, in many of them, we got points, field goals, touchdowns. It was just putting points on the board. So we were able to keep Philly on off the field, keep that offense at bay, but yet we were still stacking points, right? Right. And six I remember out of, six out of ten drives we scored. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember at one point, um, I think right before the half, um, the our last touchdown right before the half was a 16 play drive. 16 plays. Yeah. And at that time, right before the half, 
the Eagles had ran a total of 16 plays. We did that on one drive, right? Right. So, again, it was a testament to the players, the line, the running backs, uh, 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 Taylor Heineke, Scott Turner. And one of the things that was also obvious um, in this game was they were determined to get Terry involved in the offense early and often. It, it was it was yeah. very obvious, and man, he rewarded them for that. Uh, I think he finished the day with uh, eight catches. I don't know what his targets were, but he finished with eight catches, 128 yards. Right. The only receiver this year that has gotten 80 plus yards against the Eagles this year, and both times that it happened, it happened with Terry McLaurin. Um, yeah. So so Terry Terry was a big part of our offense, man. And kudos to Scott Turner and the game plan of trying to get him involved early. And we talked about it. I feel I feel like I feel like I feel like Scott looked at my notes here, man. These, these yeah. are all some these are all some of some of my keys to to victory. Right, I, t- I said right. be creative but not cute. Scott was kind of creative, yeah. right? I, I like the game plan. Um, quick pass game. We saw a lot of quick pass game. The quick pass game. And the run game allowed them to take a couple shots uh, deep down the field. Protect Heineke. Don't put the game in Heineke's hand. No turnovers. I think he had one turnover that that I recall, which was that that bad interception that he threw. But for well, the most he had part, the, man, he, had the, he got the early fumble uh, that he was. That he was yeah, yeah, but that that was more of that was more of the offensive line. Uh, Charles Leno missing the block and yeah, and he was yeah, he, he, he was blindsided. Saw, yeah, he never saw it coming. Yeah, he never he saw it never coming. saw that coming. Yeah. So so yeah. I know it that goes down as a fumble by by Taylor, but I don't put that one on him. Where he threw sure, the interception sure. right at the into double coverage with Terry and the safety in the corner was right. was a bad. Right. And it's funny, had he pump faked to Terry, the safety bid on it. And uh, Curtis Samuel was wide open. You know, I I, I, I commented during the game, yeah, because uh, the, 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 Curtis was like clearing a path. One of them was going to pull the safety the, with them. Right. Right. So 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 the way the way with Terry running running deep and Curtis coming in behind him, if the if the safety takes Terry, Curtis was open. If the safety right. runs to Curtis, then Terry was one on one with the deep with the DB. Yeah. And it's like he just looked and he said, I'm going to throw this to Terry no matter what. And he threw it and he never he never uh, moved the safety. And when right. he didn't move the safety, the safety was able to, to retreat and go back and jump up and catch that ball. But, man, if he had either moved the safety or pump fake that. Especially yeah, Curtis Sam, Curtis Sam was wide open, man. Yeah, I, I commented to the game to a couple of the guys at the bar of I, I wish we would uh, we would do the pump fake because. You, you know they're gonna you know they're keeping an eye on Terry at all times and yeah. that's not not just that play but overall man just give give that pump you know whether, whether you're moving the safety or you're at least holding him for that split second while somebody else uh you know cuts the other direction and and gets open um but yeah I mean I think you know going back to uh you know cut some of the moments within the game that go unnoticed or i'm not gonna say unnoticed but um the next day you don't necessarily think about it but when uh kind of later in the game i think it was fourth yeah it was fourth quarter heineke uh was in shotgun the ball went over his head and yeah he, he scrambled 
And instead of just falling on it or trying to run, he picked it up, moved that side of the pocket, and just chucked it uh, so he wouldn't get intentional grounding. That was a heads-up play. That was a huge play of just getting rid of the ball and not taking that huge, huge loss. Um, I, I, think, I think it went under – that play was undervalued for what it was because it could have been a disaster – whether they recovered it there or even if he would have been sacked there, that was a disaster because things were starting to, you know, Philly was starting to feel a little bit of a groove and starting to feel a little bit of a rhythm. And, and that saved them on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know exactly what play you're referring to. And they talked about it even on the broadcast, uh, how big of a play that was. Um, another play that I think went, I, I, I'm not going to say unnoticed, but another, major play another key um that was uh a, a big contributor to this game was the two two plays actually the 54 and 58 yard field goals yes by Joey Sly right yes um especially in that the right before the half where we had gotten the penalty right and the eagles could have had us replay the down but they chose to uh, allow us to, to uh, fourth down. Uh, right. with, well, I'm drawing a drawing a blank on what I'm trying to say here, but they they didn't want the penalty, and so it gave us a fourth down. Correct. They could and, have moved us back another five yards and give right. us another another play at third down. Yes. Uh huh. But they chose to just let us go fourth down, and right. unbeknownst to them, we tried out Joey Sly, and jo- Joey Sly. Just on that decision and him kicking that field goal, 58 yards gave us additional points yep. at the end of the half. And I thought, man, that was huge. That was a huge play. Yes. And, yes. and then, of course, later on in the game where we're driving, speaking of one of those drives, he comes out again and kicks a 54-yard field goal. Yeah. So, man, Joey Sly was four for four. And, you know, he's missing an extra point here and there. But, man, he – he was on his game, and boy, that that dude was, and you know, to be kicking that in in the cold weather, outdoors, yeah. and to be able to get that in, you know, I think we all feel like NFL kickers should be able to kick forty five yard field goals, right, right? Right. But when you start getting that 50, 50 plus range, that's where you get the grace. And I'm not trying to put Joey yeah. Sly into the Hall of Fame, but that's where you get to the Hall of Fame level when you consistent consistently hit those. And man, we needed every we needed every one of those. Well, those are difference maker kickers, right? They, those, they those were aren't average they kickers. Those are difference makers. And in that game, uh, you know, we'd we'd love to see, we'd love to have Sly around for the next five or seven years, being our kicker that we can count on. Um, but those are kind of the the games and the kicks that that keep you on a team, you know. Um, they keep you on the team. But but like I said, in the, the game last night, that that took that could turn to. Seven point lead to ten point lead, yeah, fourteen point absolutely. lead to seventeen point lead. I mean, it could different between a one possession, two possession game, and and man, it was it was. I know it was just a field goal, man, but those those two kicks were huge. And it, um, and, and, it's, and it's just as much of a high as it was for Washington. You know, that's a gut punch for for Philly, right? They're especially like, oh, the fifty eight one. Yeah, both both of them. You know, even so, a fifty four. I mean, he hit the fifty eight. He's not going to hit the 54. But when he hits it, I'm like, geez, man, we just, you know, what what can we do? You know, what, yeah, what, yeah. what can we do today? 
And yeah, they're just quick. The they're quick in the night. Yes. 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 Um, the other, the other uh, play that I think that won't get all the hype that uh, that was very, very key is uh, the 50-yard pass by Philly. Philly had the moment, was trying to get some momentum back. And uh, Jalen Hurts throws that 50-yard bomb to uh, number 16, uh, Watkins, I think is his name. Mm -hmm. And St. Juice, St. Juice is burned, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's, he's, he's beat. And the kid... The kid Watkins makes the grab, falls down, gets up, and you know he may or may not have scored, but he certainly had put Philly in great field position. Yeah, absolutely. And with St. Jude's being burned by the play, he didn't give up on the play. Right. He gets up while now Watkins is focused on Forrest, the safety. St. Yeah. Jude's just never gives up on the play, comes from behind him, wraps him up, knocks the ball down. And because, again, Forrest is back there, because, again, neither one of these guys give up on the play, the ball comes out, and Forrest recovers it, and that just puts it into the mo momentum, puts it into that big play, puts it into that drive, and we get the ball heading back the other way. Now, we didn't do a whole lot with it. But what that did was on a on a night where the Eagles had very limited possessions, we right. took that away. Yeah. And now yeah, the, the, we the ended up punting the ball. Yeah. Drive was over, and we ended up punting the ball. And now here they here Philly has to now take the ball and now go back the other way. Right. And and so I wish we had done something with that turnover, but nonetheless, it took one more possession away from the Eagles offense. And man, I think I think that's a play that Again, doesn't doesn't necessarily show up on the on the scoreboard per se, but it was a huge play within that game. Oh, I, sure. absolutely! I, I don't disagree at all. I think um, we we talked about it from the beginning to now that you know, to your point, from special teams, um, even uh, uh, Dax had a, had a punt return of like sixteen yards and put us in in good uh, field position. Where we've been we've been critical of him, kind of a pause. And he'll run for three to five yards, and that's all he ever does. But, you know, late in the game, all of a sudden, they had to punt a second time. And lo and behold, he takes it and uh, goes about, like I said, about 16 yards and puts us right at uh, right at midfield for, for us to, to, to move along yep. and drive the ball. Um this, this is a big – this is a game that I'm interested to see if this is a – a turning point for them, right? They've been playing just a pinch better every week for the last three or four weeks. And then this week they took a big jump. Every, everybody. I mean, I don't care what position you were. You took a big jump this week, including coaching staff and whatever they they did right this week. I'm hoping that they recognize it, whether it's a confidence, whether it's a strategy, whether it's, uh, just the, the things are starting to click and get in sync with each other. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see if this plays out for one, two, three, four weeks, uh, the whole rest of the season. Because if they can play like this the rest of the season, there's, there's some teams that are going to be in trouble. For sure. That, that we play on our schedule. Um, for sure. And not related to the game. This is after the game. I don't know if you saw 
when they all went in the locker room, um, there's a the videotape of it. And I think it spoke a lot about, about the team and where they are. Obviously, the whole team is happy and excited because they won. You know, everybody's in there. They're cheering. They're, they're ranting and raving. Ron Rivera comes and stands in the middle of them. And they start to calm down for a second. But you can see there's excitement. And he gets choked up, right? He gets choked up and has trouble talking because for two reasons. His, his mother passed away, and he's as he's proud as can be for what this team has done. And the only thing that he can get out is his mom would be proud of how they played, right? Yep. He can't even say anything more. He has to walk away. And who steps up and takes the coach's role as soon as he can't do it? Terry McLaurin steps up is the leader he's the pep rally he's the leader by example he's the coach he's whatever it takes to pull the team along with him and gives a very motivational uh end of the game speech hey we won the game we kicked their butt they didn't give us a chance so on and so forth we got some errors some some things to clean up we're going to clean them up and, and keep on going and it's it's the it wasn't just hype about we won it's we won we did what we said we were going to do and we're not done we got recognized it wasn't a perfect game right and and we're going to go in and clean some things up it it was exactly what you want your leader especially young leader that just got paid to come in there and say so i I cannot say as much as we loved him he just took it to another level at that moment for me yeah, yeah, no doubt. I did see that video, man, and uh, it, it just goes to show you that Terry is the unquestionable leader of the team, regardless of position with John Allen, Chase Young, all those guys. At the end of the day, Terry is the unquestionable leader. And when you listen to uh, Terry speak to the team, to the media, um, Man, the young the young guy is is grounded, man. And if there's a guy you want to be the face of the franchise, I think Terry, Terry McLaurin embodies everything you want. In other words, you, we're not going to have to be worried about Terry getting caught up in in some scandal. The media, he's not worried about him getting in trouble. The, the kid is just going to go and do all the right things. And yeah. and look, nobody's perfect, man. And I'm and Terry Terry's no exception. He's not a perfect perfect human being but he seems to strive and want to set the example and be the example uh as a professional athlete and uh we couldn't be any more lucky to have this kid man um on our team wearing a c on 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 his jersey so so i saw it It was good yeah yeah well-deserved c and we've let you know we've signed a lot of bad players over the years, right? Whether it's free agency, our own players, you know, the the money that we spent on Terry, even now, but wait, wait, even a couple more years as the prices go up, we got a bargain. You know, we got a bargain on Terry. Uh, When when it's all said and done, I I don't, I, the the money that we spent is, is every dime we're going to get, get out of. We'll say this for another time, but the key is we just can't waste, Terry's talent. We we need to sure. get some things figured out. We don't want to waste it, but that's that's for another time, another day. Uh, speaking of videos, um, did you also happen to see the other video that went viral? 
maybe not. Right, and, and, <laughs> unless you're unless you're going to go with what I what I think you might go with, but go ahead. What no, no, be? the video the video of uh, uh, Taylor on oh. the plane plane ride back with all with all, yeah, all iced yeah, out. Yeah, got his G glasses on, man. He's. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have a problem with that, except we saw something similar from Kurt after he. We did. Washington. We did. We so did. It, it, it was copy. Was, it was copycat. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, original. Yeah, yeah. But, but we saw we saw a guy. Ken, come on. Oh, are you are you get ready to put your glasses and chains on? No. <laughs> <laughs> you get ready to put your glasses and chains. <laughs> Man, I'm 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 going it out here. You better watch out. You better watch out. You know. <laughs> but yeah, man, old, old, old Heineke was all iced out, man. He was, he was, I like it. He didn't, yeah, he didn't get mean, over his shirt off. He didn't get over his shirt off and, and nah, dance nah, it out nah. like, like Kirk did, but, nah, he, but he, 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 he was, was rolling laughing. with it. Yeah, yeah, he, exactly. He was, he was rolling with it. Uh, everybody else was having fun with him. Um, I'm going to say, and, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say yeah. this one more thing. I know you say that we were copying what the Vikings did. But with the Vikings, it seemed like they were more laughing at Kirk, whereas mm -hmm. I think with Taylor, they were just kind of supporting him. Oh, like, 100%. You know, that, that's what I got. Right? And, I think and, that's the difference between yeah. the two videos. They was kind of laughing at Kirk. But, yes. but with Heineke, uh, it was more of, uh, it was more of, hey, this is our guy, man. He went out and, and led us to this victory. And so it was kind of more of a supporting of Kirk. Like, if everybody can do it, we can do it too. This is our guy. So, and, so and, I didn't have a whole and, lot of problem with it. And, and there's a, a, a perfect segue into uh, Wentz is available or eligible to come back next week against Houston. Um, I didn't think we was going to get into that, man. Well, but okay. But, 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 but it's there. Um, and, and I saw something that I don't know if Ron said it or something or somebody just referenced that it's going to be a really tough decision for Ron, right? And I don't see how it is, right? He, it may be tough that he brought Wentz in and Wentz was the starter, but you don't think that Wentz is going to start on Sunday against Houston, do you? Is, is there he's any not, way? Well, hold on. First of all, he's not been uh, – he's, he's not off of the, the uh, injury reserve yet. He's not been activated. I'm, and, and when he is, and when he is on Wednesday, well, you know, I'm 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 going to tell you right now, there, there's no way they they won they won three out of four under Heineke, and they and they probably should have won against uh, the Vikings, right? You get the knucklehead that jumps jumps off sides, and, and we win that game. Um, or he don't throw that interception. Come on now, come on now. Let's call it. Look, man, I know saying. he's. I know Taylor's three and one, but we could easily be two and two, right? Are, are they are they circling around and playing as a, as a club? Are they playing like that for for Wentz? Are they putting chains on Wentz? Are they doing anything like that for Wentz? We know the well, answer. We you know, know the, the answer, answer because we haven't we haven't had any games like that to be putting chains on anybody. Hell. Come on, man. Just because they put chains on one game doesn't all of a sudden listen. If I'm not, Carson I'm, went, I'm, I'm not talking Carson about Wentz, one thing. 
if Carson Wentz was our quarterback and he had led us into Philadelphia and that was his his revenge game back in Philly and we won that game, you damn right that he put some chains on it. But he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing. So I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just gonna say I understand because people ask me all the time. A lot a lot of people at work. Um, I told I said there was a lot of Washington fans today. I see everybody want to talk about it because they were <laughs> thankful that we beat Philly. Because right. a lot of them are cowboy fans. Right, I, right. I told you I work with, uh, you know, the Minnesota Viking guy. He's happy because now the Eagles and the Vikings are tied with an eight and one record. Yeah. Um, but people's coming up asking, ah, you know, glad man, you know, just fist bumping and everything. Part of me was like, get out of here, man. You're not a fan. You're just, yeah. just glad to be the Eagles. Yeah. But but nonetheless, everyone notices this Heineke kid. And it's the same crap woman in last year. Oh, man, that guy's good. You guys need to start this guy. I'm like, you don't watch the game. Right. We know what right. we get from Taylor. And I and I will tell everybody the same thing. I can't explain it. I understand the team looks with a little extra juice when he's quarterbacking. He looks good. He leads the team. The team rallies around him. I said, but if you watch enough of it, you understand why he's not a starting quarterback in this league. But I can't explain why the team plays better with him behind center. But just as good as he does some things like like what we've seen, he will do some things you're like, what the hell is he doing? I see why you're not a starter. So I don't know. I just tell you, Ron and those guys have a tough decision uh, when Carson Wentz comes back. But I can already tell you where I think Ron is leaning. Because Ron, early in the season when Carson was struggling, and people asked him, Ron said, Carson is our guy in a story. Now, all of a sudden, well, we need to see. We need to talk to the trainers. We need to evaluate, make sure Carson's healthy. And then I need to get with the quarterback's coach and Scott Turner. We need to have some discussions. And we need to think about things as far as the team. I mean, if the guy's healthy, he's healthy. And if, you, and if he's your guy, he's your guy. But now you need to think about some things. Come on, Rob. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. There's no come on. I mean, because you got to understand that's coach talk, right? The coach always supports whoever it is, especially when, again, you got you got to ride that. No, no, no. Okay, my point being is, my point is, he could just simply say, "When Carson's healthy, Carson's our starter," and then and then the discussion is over. But that's not what he feels. That's not how he feels. Exactly. Right. That's so what I'm saying. So, so the decision's already to, made. I, I I don't doubt it at all. I and and let me just go for the record here. All right, I'm, I'm going to repeat it again because I know people don't believe me sometimes. I'm a Heineke guy, right? No, I am. No, but but let me just say, let me just say, I don't think. I I think the strengths and the weaknesses of Wentz and the strengths and weaknesses of Heineke kind of even out. And I don't want either one of them starting for us in 2023. Right. But with that being said, you mentioned it. I mentioned it for whatever reason, the talent skill set that Heineke has in that little bit of a it factor that he has pulls the team he pulls the team, and the team pulls him. Um, I, I just don't see that with Wentz. Hey, if Wentz is throwing touchdowns, everybody's happy. 
but that that chemistry um, is one hundred percent with Wentz. But I'm, I'm sorry, is with Heineke. But you know what? Hey, if if Wentz is going to get us more wins, go with Wentz. But I don't know that there's a that there's a big difference at this point. That, that's my Look, at, that's at, knucklehead Ken's two cents. And uh, yeah, but, but at the end of the day, Ken, here's here's the reality. Carson wasn't getting it done as a quarterback. Correct. The fact that Taylor Heineke energizes the team and gets us some W's here and there goes to show you that we really don't have a guy. That, that's why we struggle with it. That's why sure, Taylor sure. can come in and play well and we feel pretty good. And then all of a sudden he, pl- he plays, his, he plays like crap, right? At the end of the day, that's how low the bar is that Taylor Heineke can have a little bit of success and we're like, give me more of it until he does some of the crazy stuff. And we're like, this is why he's not going to be a starter. This is why we can't build around him. This is why he's not the long-term guy. Well, so, I, I think, yeah, I think a lot of people though, I mean, to your point, there are people that would like for Heineke to be our starting quarterback for the next three or four years. Right. Ooh. Ooh. They're, 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 just Ooh. go out to, go out, just go out to, to the Twitterverse. The, not you the and Minnes- I. Not the you Minnesota I. people you was talking about? I don't know what <laughs> Minnesota people you're talking about there. Yeah. You, you, you say you only know a few Minnesota Viking fans. I'm saying those, those are people that want Taylor to be our. See, people don't started. know that inside. People don't know that inside joke. But there's a lot more. You're out. You're on Twitter more than I am. You know they, they do. If the if they listen to the pod, the last podcast, they they absolutely know that that they you know that you only you only know five Minnesota people. <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> Viking. <laughs> That's all you know at the most. That's all anybody knows. And you know what? <laughs> Three out of five might be the same people. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm saying those are the people that want Taylor to be our starter, probably. No, uh, nobody, man. nobody, man. You're trying, you're trying to be funny. You're trying to be funny. Uh, with, but within Commander Nation, there are a lot of people. I don't agree with them uh, for for long term. Um, Listen, I got no, I, I got no problem with Heineke being our backup quarterback for the next two, three, four years potentially. But, but, but we, I'm on we, Twitter, and some 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 idiots talk about Taylor Heineke being our being our quarterback. Do, do you lose credibility with me, man? Nobody's trying to hear that. If you want to, if you want to hey, rally they, behind they, they this got, guy, they got the reasons right or wrong. You know, I can't. I don't agree with them, but you know. no, man. Come on, come on. Okay, if, uh, if, listen. Wh- you you know you know enough about football that if some guy is trying to convince you that Taylor Heineken should be our starting quarterback for the future, then 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 you you clearly you clearly don't know football. Well, that's somebody's... fine if you want to support Taylor Heineke. That's fine if you want to to pull and rally behind him and just roll with what we got. That's fine. But if you're but if you if you're trying to convince fans and other people that Taylor is our guy for the future, come on, man. I can't. You, you, there ain't nothing you can tell me. Like wow. you, like I can't take you serious. Uh, there there might be some ball. of our knucklehead fans that feel that way, Reggie. So don't so don't uh, <laughs> don't. Uh, <laughs> Isolate no. some of those fans, but no. Um, then, then, will, then, then let me then let me hear from you. Then convince. I want to hear what you're trying to say about Taylor Heineke, why he should be the future uh, future quarterback of this team. Come on, man. I'm, I'm not going to argue on. for him, but I, I know the things that they're going to say, and I'm, I'm not even going to repeat them. But um, I'll give you another uh, what, what, another reason. I mean, I think we both feel that Heineke, 
at least for the next week or two and see how things go. I uh, should continue to start while this chemistry is going and things ha have improved every week that uh, Taylor has, has been uh, quarterback in the team. And, but another reason that everybody's been thinking about is the draft picks that we have to give Indy. I think if um, if Taylor starts one more game, all things being equal, that will probably keep Wentz under the 70% of the snaps, which is the benchmark on whether we give Indy a 2023 second round pick versus a third round pick. Um, that alone, if he's waffling at all, that alone should be a reason not to start Wentz um, this coming week. But I don't think that is really going to come into play. But as you put it in the back of your head, you're like, all right, even for that reason alone, it doesn't make sense. And um, and go. And I'm going to tell you right now. Indy would not get a second round pick from us. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Indy would not I, I, get a yeah. second round pick. So therefore, Carson Wentz is not going to play 70 percent of the snaps. Correct. That's my first prediction. We're, in, fact, we're in, in fact, I bet money on that. Where I'm also willing to bet a little money is I don't think Carson Wentz is going to play quarterback for us anymore. Uh, at all this uh, year? I don't think so. Uh, might not. I don't think so. They're going to they're gonna ride the Taylor Heineken train. And when and if the wheels fall off the train on that one, they'll go to, they'll go to the kid. They'll go to uh, Howell. No, no. How's the? I know everybody's. You, this, is the, this is kind of the really the, the frustrating. I mean, for anybody that makes you frustrated about uh, Heineke long term, the idea of bringing in Howell, who, when you listen to truly football people, whether it's the the knowledgeable people that are reporters as well as coaches, Howell is not NFL ready. Yeah, he he looked good. Running around on, um, on on preseason, playing against fifth string players. You know he's playing against players that weren't there on any roster week one. Um, he's okay. just not NFL ready. He's just not. Okay. So no, to, to, to put him to put him in would be like hiring uh, Saturday as your head coach with no NFL experience. Right? It's a slap hey, in at the face. It's a slap in the face to all the players that are busting their ass when you've got other quarterbacks that are significantly better than him sitting on the roster. And look, man, they hired Sarah. Look how it worked out. They won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, let me just say, <laughs> let me just say this, man. I said they would bring Howell in. I'm saying that because if, if the Taylor train goes off the rail, and we start losing. They're going to bring Wentz back. No, man, you're not going. They're not going to be. You, you can't do that. You, they're not going to do it, Ken. And I'm just telling <laughs> you. Listen, listen, man. You, and we, we we can put money on. I'm just telling you because then once don't we're you, out, don't you already owe me a lunch? Don't you already owe me a lunch from a bet a week or two ago? No. Unless you but can tell ahead. me what you it is, the answer is no. Unless you can tell me what yeah, it yeah, is, I, then, we, no, I don't. I, I'll get back on the podcast. Uh, my, my listeners can 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 uh, come back right. on that, but oh, I, I I know what it is. I know what it is. Uh, you don't owe me a lunch yet. You will, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, what is it? 
Uh, actually, we didn't make it on the podcast. It was at, it was at the bar on once, and, and I'll let everybody know so, so we'll establish it. Uh, once Wentz gets cut at the end of the season, will he sign with another team for more or less than $20 million? And you said, without a doubt, it'll be more than $20 million. I said, if he gets cut, there's no way he, he's making $20 million next year on any team. That was the lunch okay. bet. All right. So. But anyway, my point I, I, being I'm, is, and I'm getting hungry just thinking about that right there. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna starve. So, so here's my thing, man. Ahead, listen, bro. listen. All I'm just saying is, by the time this goes off the rails, we'll be eliminated. Then that's when they're gonna bring in Howell. That's what I mean. Carson Wentz is not gonna play, not gonna play for us anymore. Well, unless probably, I'll say this, right. unless there's a major injury which I don't want to happen, but there's a major injury and all of a sudden they need to go back to a starting a, a starting caliber quarterback. So in yeah. other words, something major happens to Taylor and we're still in this run. We need a, a starting quarterback type uh, caliber quarterback. Then they'll go back to wins. But let's just say Taylor doesn't get hurt. He runs this thing, but then we start to tailor, uh, tailor off in this thing. We get eliminated and stuff. I guarantee they go to Howell. Get him some, get him some PT. We shall see. We shall see. We'll uh, right. keep we'll keep our eye on Heineke. I mean, at this point, we're going to root for Heineke because I think we both agree that he's probably going to be starting. Uh, if he continues to start, that means that we are continuing to be successful. Not that we're going to win every single game uh, the rest of the way out, but uh, that's what's in the best interest for Washington to make it to the playoffs and make a, a playoff run at least. Agreed. And, uh, you know, so, so we, we, you know, we get the, the high of uh, beating, beating Philly this week and being a Monday night, it's a, you know, a little bit of a short week to turn around and travel all the way to Houston. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess you want to say, you know, when we talked about how the schedule early before the season, the, the schedule kind of worked out a lot of ways in our favor. Now you got to beat the teams and clearly there's teams that we haven't been uh, able to beat, but on a short week this year, catching Houston on a short week is probably a good thing. Um, Houston is only one, seven and one. Uh, their, their lone win is against Jacksonville and their tie is against Indy. Uh, we both know that those teams are, have, have been struggling all season long. And Washington is rolling, and and I hope they keep on rolling, and and are ready to go down to to Houston, and you know, put put some uh, put some beating on a on a team that's not not as good as they are. Uh, well, <laughs> this game concerns me, Ken. This game concerns me. Well, this is where we, we start talking about it right here. Uh, for yeah. those that don't know, uh, and those that are either in Houston or traveling to Houston, Reggie and I will be making the journey to Houston, and we will be at that game. We got our tickets uh, down low. You might even see us on TV. We're not in the end zone, but uh, we're, be we're behind Redskins bench uh, sitting we're low. We're so, <laughs> Look. I'm going to get us on TV, Reg. I'm going to get us on TV. TV. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull out, pull out a sign, you know, Knucklehead Nation or something like that. we got to get us on TV, man. 
Promote the show. You hold, Promote you, the show. You hold up a sign and paint your face, you might get on, but otherwise we're not getting on TV. Let, let's, let's let's do it together, brother. Let's do it together, man. Uh, that's, that's a no. It's for, it's for the show. That, that's a no. <laughs> that's a definitely no. Yeah, for, for those that don't know, Reggie's not into uh, you know no, face no. painting for your team or no. Uh, or anything like that. You're not gonna, you're gonna paint a, a big W on your chest and rip your nope. shirt off and show your chest. Nope. Uh, all right. All right. Don't even, right. don't even dress up for Halloween. <laughs> so I'm definitely not gonna put no paint on my face, looking like a fool if we lose the game walking out of there. We're not gonna. I'm just, we're, we're, I'm just saying that's what happened with some of these people. Oh, man. Man. It, Is that, are you foreshadowing your number right there, no, Reggie? I'm just saying some me. people. We're not there people. yet. Hold on, hold on to that number. <laughs> they put that stuff on, man, for three hours, and then if they lose, and they look like right, right. walking out. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, uh-uh. that's a no, sir. Look, but look, look. don't, don't, don't ever feel like you're a fool when you're in burgundy gold. I don't care if you win, lose, or draw. Look, Bur- you, go out, there, you go out there, grown man, man, put put some paint on your face. No, grown no. man, I'll do whatever I want to do. You can. And don't be like, look at that. Right. Don't be like, look at that fool. <laughs> That's right. That's, that's, that's diehard fan right there. Diehard. <laughs> a diehard fool. Look at. <laughs> but but I but I have never painted my face. Just just to go for the record, I'm not against it. It just never appealed to me. For those that want to paint it, I support you painting your face. All right, you know what? I'm gonna support you too. Go ahead and do it for Sunday. <laughs> I might go, order some burgundy and gold paint right now, Rich. Order some burgundy right. and gold paint right now. All right, hey, make, sure, talk make to, sure it's face paint. All right, we can talk to a future owner. I, I got, I got a, I got a sensitive complexion. It has to be hypoallergenic, you know. All right, well, hey, we <laughs> can hit up nothing. our hit up our future owner, Mr. Bezos, man, on Amazon, get you some, yeah, some yeah. face paint. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it, man. You, you go right in, Doc. But uh, you, 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 you right, I'll wear it. I'll, I'll make that deal with you. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not even spending my money on that. No, <laughs> no. You saw you, Doc. All right, all right. But hey, we get off track here, man. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> all I'm saying, I don't even know what the hell I was saying, man. You got me. You talking about Houston uh, uh, carrying the momentum to go down to Houston and. Uh, yeah, I think, I think you think that we might we might uh, trip ourselves up here from what you started to well, say. Well, it's possible. I mean, I'm pretty sure Philly was looking at us, and you saw those drunk fans in the stand where they've been drinking all day. They they pretty much had put pegged that game as a W, right? Get granted the way they had dominated us in Week Three. Speaking of Philly, in Week mm-hmm. Three, and we go to Philly on Monday Night Football. They're undefeated. They they pretty much had pegged us as a as a as a win. Um, right. everybody on ESPN picked, picked, picked in the win, except for Alex Smith. I don't know why, but Alex Smith picked us to win the game. Right. So my point in all that is I don't want us to be running down here to, to Houston thinking they got one win. And so we should be able to just show up and, you know, put on a uniform and walk out on that, on that turf right. and go back to the locker room with a W Houston, Houston was, was, Taking it to Philly early on in the game first half, last yeah, first week, half right? Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so with that being the case, I mean, these boys haven't given up. They're playing tough for Lovey Smith, right? And and I, I like to remind people, man, they're professionals, right? Those guys are professional too. They get paid to tackle and run and catch and 
throw the ball. And so I just don't want this to be a situation where um, everybody's still hyped up off of that win against Philly on Monday night. And we go down to here to a, a one win team in Houston and they kind of half ass this thing. And, <laughs> and next thing you know, by the time the, 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 the final buzzer sound, Houston is taking the victory, uh, a knee down for victory. Right. It can happen. I hope not. Um, but I'm just saying I'm a little bit concerned because we we've not had a lot of success. So do we know how to handle it? I mean, I mean, I don't know if you saw those other videos in the locker room with with all of our defensive guys out here and they they on Instagram live and they're just shooting all this stuff. I mean, it looked like we won the NFC championship game, the way they were acting in the in the in the uh, locker room. And Listen, I'm not trying to say don't be happy and celebrate, man. That that is not what I'm getting at. But these guys will celebrate, man, like like it was the NFC Championship game. And so just just saying, I'm just just saying. Well, I, at, at this point of the year with them struggling with the Eagles being undefeated, with nobody giving them a, giving them a shot. I mean, Washington was 11 point uh, underdog and they won by 11 points right so th 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 there's reason to be now you got to be grounded and you got to uh, put that behind you and, and use that as a as a building block for you know week 11 12 13 right. but I, I got i got no problem with them uh acting like they just won the super bowl for that one game it was the biggest game of the year up to that point, as far as uh, hype and everything. Um, but to your point, I don't disagree at all. We can't be let down because we've got lowly Houston and we're just going to show up. And because we showed up, we got the win. That's, that's, right. I, I don't think Ron's going to let that happen. I don't think Terry and the leadership on his team is going to let that happen. Um, but, but, Let's hope. You just, just got to do what you got. I hope. Do. I hope they realize that the knuckleheads is in the house, man. Because to Ken's be point, yeah. to Ken's point, um, we'll be at the game. We're not going to get on TV, but we're going to be sitting behind the uh, Washington bench, Watch. and <laughs> <laughs> on TV, I guess, <laughs> with Ken with his face paint on. But I hope they I hope they show up and recognize your boys are in the house, man, and uh, put on a performance for us. Uh, this will be our this will be our second time watching them um, in person, and right. uh, you know it didn't turn out so well the first time. And if they lose again, Cam, we'll say it's us. <laughs> we, we might we might be the bad hey, luck, man. Hey, uh, but if, we're if, never if going to any more games. Yeah, if, it's, if it's against Houston, I will. Uh, I, I might agree with you, but uh, <laughs> like we're not going to any more games after this, kid. If we yeah. lose this game, the uh, but as a, as a Look at Houston. We start talking about uh, Houston, the, the team themselves. Um, normally, I'll, I'll talk about a team's offense first, but the numbers that, and the things that stood out to me was their defense. Um, and and the thing that we just got finished doing very very well last week against Philadelphia is far and away the biggest weakness on Houston, and that is rushing defense. Uh, teams 
teams average 35 rush attempts per game, right? I mean, you if you're rushing that many times, you come in, everybody's coming in with an approach that we're going to rush against them. Uh, that's 32nd in the league. 101, 181 yards average per game. That's 32nd in, in, uh, in the league. Uh, 5.2 yards per carry average. Uh, and they've given up 13 touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, which is 28th in the league. Um, again, anything that's talking about rushing uh, from a Washington perspective, you got to have a smile on your face. It, it, it is an opportunity to do what we have been doing and building on the last few weeks and making it a true strength this coming week. Um, okay, but do you think Scott Turner will come in and say, okay, hey, these guys are last in the league in rushing defense, so let's run the ball. Let's run the ball. You think he'll do absolutely. that? I, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I, I, I think so one, and, and so and game, I, huh? Well, I don't think no, no, no. I think um, he's tried to rush or um, run the ball more often. And sometimes we've been a little bit critical that his running. I mean, even even against Philly, it, it was predictable. Right. We were we were, I think, probably 90 percent of the time or more. We rushed on first down against Philadelphia. We will definitely be doing that against Houston. Um, now, okay. the Houston's pass defense isn't isn't stellar, right? They're just not as as bad as the um, the rush defense. Um, but even when we go back to pass, they're they they're not a big blitzing team. They only blitz eighteen percent of the time. That's a a very low number uh, from an average. Right. Uh, in, in the NFL and they're they're uh, they allow 42% conversion rate on third down. So where Washington in past years has been in that, in that boat, that Washington has cleaned it up so far this year to, to, to be at a respectable level to where uh, Houston is allowing a lot of third down conversions. And, you know, it, it if, if our running game continues like it did last week against where we were against the number three rushing defense last week, and now we're against the 32nd, it doesn't mean that, 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 you know, these guys are going to be breaking them and, and we're going to be rushing for, you know, 317 yards or nothing ridiculous like that, but it's a matter of controlling the game with the rush and using the rush to set up your pass game. And that becomes your, your, your main hammer to allow you to do other things. And I, I, I don't see how that won't be a major part of our strategy coming up this week. Well, well I hope so. <clears throat> I hope so. I hope Scott basically comes in with the same game plan against Houston that we just had against Philadelphia. Um, to, to your point, their last in rush defense. We have a two-headed monster with the, uh, you know, the ground and pound attack with Brian Robinson and then you come in and slice him up a little bit with a little bit of quickness with Antonio Gibson. So I think the number one part of our game plan should be to pound the rock, pound the yeah. rock, man. And then come in and create, get the hand, get the ball in the hands of your playmakers, just like they did against Philadelphia, man, get Terry and, uh, 
uh, Curtis Samuel involved. I mean, whatever you need to do. But to me, the, the game plan specifically against this Houston team should be exactly the game plan they had um, against Philadelphia. And I think if you do that, you'll, you'll be fine. Um, with the other thing here that's a note is that um, this will be the return of Chase Young. So Chase Young will be making his return on the defensive front, defensive line. Right. Um, they've not said how much he will play. Will he be on the pitch count? Those types of things. But he will be making his return, man. So we'll see if he'll be able to make some kind of an impact. Um, again, I know this is kind of a conversation for another time, but I don't know if his, his return is going to help Montez Sweat. I don't know what it would do for Payne and Allen. Um, but I will say again, if I'm making a decision between Payne and Montez Sweat, brother, I mean, without that, other than that sack he had last night, I'm I'm paying the interior of our defensive line. Mont, uh, Payne and Sweat seems to be be gelling as 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 former teammates and t- current teammates, and to be able to help make our defensive front a little bit of stout, a little bit more stout. The production I'm getting out of out of um, Montez Sweat, I, I know he probably does some things for that defensive front that doesn't show up in the box score. But to pay a guy eighteen plus millions of dollars just to be holding the line, I mean, right. come on, man, we got some guys: Two Hill, um, James Smith Williams and Obata, some of those guys, man, that can hold the line. I mean, yeah, I'm not they, doing They've that. been doing well. I mean, for, you know, those three guys are kind of like no-name guys, right, nationally. Um, right. The rotation of those three guys have, you know, kudos to it's them. It's been great. Kudos to them and the, the coaching staff for, for for getting them, you know, in, in positions to play, and and they've been doing it, right? Yeah. Um, Co- Coach Absolutely. Kerrigan is Coach Kerrigan has done a good job. You know. <laughs> uh, this this is going to get him in the ring of ring of honor. It, it, this might be the deciding factor right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sarcasm. Um, but Houston's offense is it, it, it's not as bad as their defense, but you know they're they're ranked. Uh, I believe it's twenty fifth uh, passing. They've got eleven. TD passes, but they also have nine interceptions. That's not the, the the balance of TD to interception rate that you want. And they're rushing. They are, I believe, 28th in the league. So, yeah, you put that together. They're, they're in the bottom, you know, six or seven teams offensively. And they're basically last defensively, um, you know, as long as Washington plays a smart game, uh, doesn't hurt themselves and doesn't make big mistakes, um, I, I think Washington should should control this game. I know it's not a going into a lot of details, um, but I, I just don't see how Houston can pull this off without something odd or weird coming up. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I mean, outside of them rallying around their coach, rallying around their quarterback, and going out and 
beating a team that no one expects them to be. I don't know how they pull that out, Ken. Uh, that, that, that's, on, every, that's, that's every single week, though, right? No, nobody can, expects you to win anyway. Can we I don't prove disagree. Last, we just proved it on Monday night. Come on, but, man. We, we, we've got a lot more talent on our team than I'm sure that's what Philly thought, too. Texans. I'm pretty sure that's what Philly thought. Come, Come on, on, man. You you know you know better. You know better. Who am I? Uh, who am I talking to? When, when you talk about the people that want Heineke to be on for our, our starting quarterback for three or four years, I thought you knew football better than that. Listen, I do, man. But here's the thing: this team hasn't. This team, meaning Washington, I've not seen these guys handle success, man. And I'm just I'm just concerned about it. I'm just, I'm just I'm just worried. Why, That's the thing that worries me the most. Hold on, hold on. Why haven't you seen them handle success? We're not because they because ha- they haven't had any success. Right. right. So how are we gonna act? How are we gonna act? How are we gonna respond to to the, to the next the next we're, game after we're that? Going to keep on doing a little bit better like we have every week. Now, okay. granted, that was that was across the board. Um, I mean, they had some mistakes, obviously, but. We, we talked about it before. You know, are, are we going to get a a very good performance from every phase of the game, including coaching? Maybe not. And, and I'm not going to. And I'm not sitting here saying we're going to blow out Houston by any means. But I, I think, think that's what Washington. You're I think Washington <laughs> should uh, should control this game. I thought I heard you say thirty to nothing. Is that not what you said? I, 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 we don't give we don't give scores, right? We give confidence levels. Uh, when, when when the time comes, we give a confidence level. All right, man. Hey, all right. What you got? Oh, is it that time? What, I what, think it's that time, what's man. Number? Well, you know, Reg, I I don't feel like I should go first because I, well, you know, I, your your numbers have been weak lately. Your numbers have been weak. <laughs> What, what, what was your what was your number? I mean, I can go back and listen to tape. But what was your number against Philly? Was it was it a two? Is that right? I, you know, I and love how barely, you're gloating. Was, I love how you gloating a, in this it, number. It was a week two at that, right? <laughs> oh, oh, it wasn't just a two. It was a week two. It was a you week know, two. I, you know, I think you, you even you, said. I think you even said that. You feel good about predicting a five. Uh, five you know point that, one, brother. Five yeah, point one. Yeah, you feel right. real good about about going with this number here. But so, so you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, I'm Is gonna that, let you go first. I already got my number locked in, and I don't want to influence your number. I feel like I'll influence your number either good or bad. Uh, but I got what? my number locked in. You know and what? I my number, conf- I, and I don't have confidence that your number is locked in. My 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 number is locked in. I got it written right here. My number is locked in, and my number is going my number is going to shock you. But go, I want you to go first. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, I I, I said last week I thought that it was time for Washington to get it together. They knew the team that they were coming up against, and. They needed all hands on deck. They needed everybody to perform. And, and, and to be fair, the question was, would they be able to do it? Um, Correct. But everybody got their act together. Everybody played their role, um, in, including the coaches, to, to put together a plan. And I think that momentum actually carries over. It's not a uh, get, a, get a, a big head 
and, and and just lay an egg the following week. I think this is a realization of the talent that they have, how to use the talent, how to put together a game plan that matches your talent, right? I can put a game plan together, but if it doesn't match the talent and the skill set that I have, then that doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to go along and say that the light bulb is on for the team. It's not bright. It's not a spotlight. It's not the you know as bright as the sun, but the light bulb is on, and I think everybody on the team is starting to get it. And Washington will handle this game without – I'm not going to say without a problem – but they should be cruising in the, in the fourth quarter. And my confidence level is an 8.8. Uh, 8.8. <laughs> Come on, man. We go with these numbers, man. What do you mean? What's wrong with the 8.8? 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, Okay, okay. I'm just gonna be short and sweet. I don't have because I don't have a whole lot about. I've never heard that. I've never heard that from you. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna be short and sweet because I don't. I don't have a whole lot on 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 to 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 support this number. Um, I got one concern. I was just gonna say, what's your concern before you actually give me the number? Um, I got one concern. Okay. Right after everything we discussed. And everything we talked about, I got one concern. I got one concern written down here on, on this notepad. Okay. And that concern is, will this team have a letdown after the high coming off the game and what they accomplished on Monday night? That's my only concern. Will they have a letdown? Will they take this team lightly? And basically, they're still riding the high off of the Eagles game. And because of that concern, I'm not going to go any higher. So, therefore, my number, Ken, 8.5. Now, well, you thought I was going to be lower than that, didn't you? No, I, I, I expected you to actually, I honestly thought you'd go a nine um, or, or an 8.9 just to be one higher than me. No, no, no. Um, no, because my, I already have my number. I, I don't make okay. them up as I go. My number is already here. And like I said, I would give it more other than the fact I just don't know how this team is going to respond to such a big win on Monday night. So with that, I have a little bit of concern, but, but I'm, my number is an 8.5. Yeah, I, I think some of the things we talked about earlier um, and, the, and the leadership on this team, I think right now, this coming week, I don't foresee a letdown. If we keep having a few games and people start taking it for granted when they come up against a, a team that's sub-500, let's just say, um, then that could be possible. But I think right now, uh, Ron Rivera, Terry, um, you know, Jonathan Allen, the, the leaders of this team, 
they're not going to let this happen. Not not just one week later. Not just one week later. Well, after the Houston game, we got one more game that I would say that is essentially winnable. Because after Houston, we play Atlanta. After Atlanta, right. we play the Giants back-to-back. Right. And then I think we have Cleveland would now return to Sean Watson. And then I think we have Dallas. So there's not a lot of games over the next few weeks where we can go in here and just think we can just beat some teams, man. These, you know, the, the Giants, you can believe what you believe, want to believe about the Giants, but they're winning games, right? Oh, absolutely. They're fine. They're finding a way. Cleveland, um, Cleveland is not going to be the same team, team that teams face with Jacoby Brissett right. over the past eight, nine weeks, right? So, I mean, nothing, nothing's going to be given here. So, with the exception of this Houston game, which is why they need it, followed by Atlanta. Atlanta's not played well. And then after that, we get into, we get into some meat. Well, especially if season. we come – yeah, especially if we come away with those two wins, right? You're seven and five, and you know you're facing three teams in your division, right? Giants twice and Cowboys. Uh, th- those are the games at the end of the year that, in Washington's position with everybody ahead of you, you want to play those games because it's a you know it's a, it's a double win for you, right? It, it helps. It's another win for you, and it's a loss for them. Um, yep. you, you uh, in, in a roundabout way, you kind of control your destiny. Um, well, one game at, first, at that man. point, you got to work, you got to win these first two games, right? You got to win Houston, follow up, play a, a, a equally solid game like you did against uh Philadelphia these next two weeks, and that is what's going to put you in a position to to push for the for the final four or five games uh, at, at that point of the season. Absolutely. That's it. Um, and I, I think that, I don't think they recognize it. So um, at, at this point right here, like I said, I, I think Washington goes down there. They, they take control of the game, um, especially if we get a, a, a good lead somehow. I know Washington hasn't been starting out um, offensively like, like a juggernaut by any means, but if the running game gets established and start wearing them down, um, I think that I think that'll energize the offense. Also, I'm sorry, energize the defense, and and let them you know potentially even take take some chances uh, with some blitz packages and and things like that to try to create some turnovers. Okay, well, what if what you're saying is true, Ken? We would be there to witness it live. So that means our 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 journey down to Houston will be feeling good on the way back. We'll 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 you know turn some music on, man. We'll we'll pull up the video, left hand uh, up. I'm, I'm probably going to have yeah. I'm I'm probably uh, probably a good thing that I'm driving because you know Reggie Reggie might be feeling feeling a little extra good with some adult beverages, you know. Left and, hand uh, up. That that would be a nice drive. Come because you know what, Ken. With a, with a w. The haters can't stand us. I don't even know what that means, man. I don't even left know. hand up. It's come on, man. It's a lyric. Hey, song. hey, you know, you know what? You know what? When you saw uh Terry McLaurin and everybody in there, I swear, what I noticed, they all had their right hand up. They all had their right hand up as they were as they're going. None of them had their left hand up. Yeah, it was and, even on ES, it was even on ESPN last night. Okay, what ESPN playing some left, goofball song? Left hand up, because the haters can't stand us. 
there ain't no, there ain't no haters, right? We, we haven't had enough success to, to anybody to hate us. That, that's the that's the ridiculous thing, right? Come on, man. Let me get you. Off, let me get you off of here, man. Before you start bashing my song, man. Come on. But anyway, folks, we're looking forward to it. We're heading down to Houston. If you guys are down in Houston, listen to this. We'll be at the rally. Please reach and, out to uh, us. We'd, we'd love to. Oh, yeah, we're going to be at the rally uh, that the rally captain is having. So we'll be there Saturday night and then we'll be tailgating somewhere. Um, we, don't, we don't know where for sure. We got a couple ideas, but we'll be tailgating prior to the game and reach out to us. Throw us a, a DM on Twitter and we'll let you know where we're going. Even if we're just walking up somewhere, we'll say, hey, we're in parking lot A, parking lot 27, parking lot, you know, Mickey Mouse 27. I don't know where we are, but we'll let, we'll let you know where we are and have you join us and, and get ready to, to come away with a W against That's right. the Houston Texans. That's right, baby. So until next time, y'all, we'll be coming back to you after the Houston game. Stay tuned. Be on the lookout for that. Like, share, follow us on Twitter. And until then, peace out. Peace out, knuckleheads.